0: You're listening to a Mint podcast, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi everyone, this is Shovik, and welcome to the Mint TechCetera podcast. I cover technology for Mint where we try to make boring tech sound cool for you and hope that we don't end up making cool tech sound boring. Tune in as we decode the latest from the world of technology in India and around the world every week. At the start of July, Reliance Geo has established itself as the top telecom operator in the country. Ever since it entered the market back in 2016, it has steadily gained market share and ended up revolutionizing in many ways the way we use data. For instance, India is now one of the most affordable geographies in terms of mobile data and Reliance Geo has played a big role in this regard. But it's not just telecom operations that Reliance Geo has done. Over time, the company, which is backed by Reliance Industries, has diversified itself into what appears to be a full-fledged technology company. Through Geo platforms, it now has a wide range of technology offerings, which includes artificial intelligence, cloud services, content streaming, payments, and so on and so forth. But despite being the largest telecom operator in the country, Jio appears to be going after an even larger volume of users. Now, who exactly are these users? Well, at the start of July, Jio launched what is called the Jio Bharat phone. Now, it is a feature phone, which is to say that it has a physical keyboard and a very tiny display. And it serves a very specific purpose. Now, that purpose is to tap into a market that is still dominated by Bharti Airtel. This particular market is the market of 2G device users or users who are still largely centred around using voice calls instead of data. These users who still use some of the most affordable devices in the market right now also fall at the very bottom category of ARPU or average revenue per user for any telecom operator. But with over 50% of 2G users, Bharti Airtel still draws a sizable amount of revenue from this sector. Going forward, Jio, according to industry experts, is looking to tap into this very market. Now, how would they do that with a device that has 4G instead of 2G? The answer lies in a feature phone. You see, feature phones have typically not been built for data. Instead, they have served the purpose of phone calls and SMS messages, and we've all used them before the dawn of the touchscreen-operated smartphone era. In today's market, a feature phone serves the very basic purpose of a mobile device, but going forward, Geo has attempted to integrate data into its devices. It has had the GeoPhone, which has offered services such as WhatsApp and even YouTube on its device. And also GeoPhone 2, which has offered all of this with a slightly larger display and some basic smart features as well. Now the operator has come up with the Jio Bharat phone and with that it is playing a very key strategic game. This strategic game is to tap into the manufacturing market on one hand and the telecom market on the other hand. How are they doing that? Let's get into the details. The first of the two Jio Bharat phones that have been launched has been manufactured by Carbon, an Indian brand which at one point had a significant share of the Indian smartphone market. But Carbon has over time lost out its market share with the advent of Chinese smartphone brands such as Xiaomi, Oppo and others. With this feature phone, Carbon gets to tap into a market that is likely to be addressed by Jio. At the time of its launch, Jio mentioned that India has around 250 million feature phone users, although some market estimates peg the total number of feature phone users at around 320 to 330 million, which is a pretty sizable market to address for any brand and any company in this world. Jio is looking to do exactly that with a phone that costs 999 rupees, and would need users to do a recharge of Rs 123 rupees a month for which they will get 14 gb of data every month and unlimited voice calls and sms messages in comparison bharti airtel offered a 99 rupee plan for feature phone users which offered them unlimited voice calls and sms messages but no data since feature phones did not need data to be used now, going forward, what Geo likely envisages, as per industry experts, is that feature phone users, who stand at the very bottom of the revenue pyramid for these telecom companies, would start using certain data-added services. For instance, despite having a 1.77-inch display, which is just bigger than the size of a smartwatch display if you compare by today's standards, the Jio Bharat phone will support streaming through the Jio Cinema app, And listening to online music through the GeoSavan app, and will even support UPI payments through the GeoPay app. What Geo is thus doing is roping users into a complete ecosystem of its services, but it's not just services that it's offering. What it is doing is getting users used to the idea of using data in their everyday lives. By using data in their everyday lives, what users would at one point realize is that they would want to upgrade their devices in order to avail these services in a better manner. And to do that, they will therefore upgrade to a smartphone. And what Jio would get in return is a user who remains in their network. Now of course one would argue that once a user upgrades to a smartphone, they may not be tied down to a single operator the way they would be if they buy a Jio Bharat phone. But it is important to note that Jio's 4G and 5G services are also among the most attractively priced in the country alongside Airtels. As a result of this pricing, industry experts say that Jio is likely to retain more users than not. ...when they eventually upgrade their devices. This is a play to capture nearly 300 million users in the country... ...which could give Jio an even bigger base of users to tap into and grow their revenue. But it's not just that simple because Bharti Airtel, for argument's sake, can also do something similar. Now this leaves us at a very interesting juncture in the mobile phone and the smartphone market. You see, the Indian market for the longest time, for almost nearly a decade has been one of the fastest growing markets for smartphones and mobile phones in general. Even for telecom operators, India has served as a hotbed of users with nearly a billion users to tap into right now. However, in the post-pandemic world and with the overall economic slowdown and inflation concerns and a lack of exciting features that would attract users to buy new devices, more and more users are moving away from upgrading smartphones the way they once used to. Case in point, back in 2016, the upgrade cycle of a user's smartphone usage was around six months. At this moment, it is nearly two and a half years because users are not finding reason enough to just upgrade their smartphone just for the sake of it. Along with that, the world also went through a chip supply shortage because of which the availability of 4G smartphones priced at under 10,000 rupees also decreased. Now it is in this phase that, that smartphone brands were pushed into selling devices that were priced higher. But they tried to offer a soft landing to users on this price increase by giving them attractive affordability schemes. What this has led to is a two-part conversation. First, users started looking at ways to buy more premium devices in a bid to get their hands on better features and potentially better brands than what they would if they were spending less than 10,000 rupees. They could avail schemes such as no-cost EMIs in order to get better devices than what they would have previously. Along with that, the advent of 5G has led many users to consider paying more for a smartphone if they were getting 5G services in hand. In the second part, at the bottom of the spectrum comes in users who may not want to spend so much, but even at a lower price range of around 5,000 to 10,000 rupees, if a user is looking to buy a smartphone, The lack of general availability of sub-10,000 rupee devices meant that users started looking at the second-hand phone market in order to get their hands on a more premium device that was launched at a higher price tag, but in the second-hand market is available for much cheaper. Now, this has caused brands such as Xiaomi, Realme and Samsung to move away from the sub-10,000 rupee price band, which at one point was the hottest place of competition in the smartphone market. The slim margins in the sub-10,000 rupee price segment also meant that it did not really make sense for businesses to tap into this market anymore, since the volume of users, which was once the biggest driving factor for these brands in this price segment once upon a time, has now disappeared. Now, in this regard, will Geo's plan really work out? The industry is divided in terms of their opinion right now. On one hand, some experts say that this will definitely have some trickle-down effect on the way things would have proceeded for Airtel and the likes had Jio not rolled out its new plan. On the other hand, the lack of demand for smartphones in the market right now also means that it might not be such a straightforward story for Jio to go through. How things will proceed in the future is likely an answer that we will get within the next three years. That's it for this episode. See you next time. so that's that for this episode we really hope that you enjoyed what we discussed and if you have suggestions in terms of what more we can cover as part of our podcast do let us know you can catch me at distant vicinity on twitter and at shavik das on instagram thank you so much see you next time